0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. You're listening to UnityOnlineRadio.org, the voice of an
1: awakening world. Empower yourself and get inspired to build the life of your dreams. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Dravon James.
0: Hello and welcome to our show. I'm Dr. Dravon James and this is Everyday Peace. I am super excited to be here with you today as we explore the concept of living a life of peace every day. Peace defined as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality, oh my goodness, it just excites me, especially today, we're celebrating love today, so to be whole, to be complete with nothing missing and nothing broken, totality, and more than that, because you're already there, did you, did you know that? You're already peace, but to recognize that, to be aware of that, that is really a beautiful thing, so on this program, we talk about the philosophy of everyday peace as a system for us to achieve our next level of greatness. We also bring on the guests and the topics that highlight opportunities for us to do just that get to our next level of greatness, to learn and to grow and to be entertained. It can't get any better than that. Really, it can't. So last week we had two amazing guests we talked with. And our first guest was uh, Dr. Mark Halpern, who talked to us about dealing with anxiety, finding the flow in the, on your journey in the present moment. And he talked about uh, some wonderful techniques to get rid of anxiety. And so we all know what it's like to feel anxious and uh to whatever degree and he has some wonderful tips on how to uh, deal with anxiety on all levels so i encourage you to go back and listen to the show for that our second guest last week was radia glace and she is the author of the followers holy hill and the disciples of narcissistic leaders and she talked about the malignant powers of group think now, I don't know about you, but I think back to my mom and she used to say, if everybody had a notion to jump off the bridge, would you jump off it too? It sounds funny as adults, but sometimes we do get into just group think, going along with the flow, just, you know, reciting the whatever the common conversation is. And she talked about how that could be dangerous. So the malignant powers of group think, I encourage you that if you've missed um, that show or any of our past shows to go back and listen to them. You'll find them enlightening and um, great a great asset as you move along your journey. You can access our entire library of shows by subscribing to the Dr. Dravon James Everyday Peace podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, or you can listen on the UnityOnlineRadio.org website. You can also access lots of information about the everyday peace philosophy, the movement, if you will, on my website, I'm Dr. Drayvon James. The website is chock full of great things, guys. There are free self-development things such as um, improving your self-esteem, improving your self-confidence. There are all kinds of great articles. There's great um interviews, just a wonderful resource to really help you to carve out the life and the existence that you want today, now. So I encourage you to go on there and visit that website, bookmark it. If you have not joined our Facebook group, Leaders in High Heels, I strongly encourage you to do that. Did you know that leadership skills are transferable? That you can use them to improve your health, your wealth, and your relationships. So we talk about all fun leadership things on Leaders in High Heels. And if you are not there on the Facebook group, you may want to check that out today. So you know our theme for 2022. We're just in the beginning. Our theme is, it's time to improve my life. I love that. I love saying that. It's time to improve my life. And I love that it takes ownership. Right You reclaim your ownership position there, knowing that it if it is up to be if it, if it is up to be, it's up to you. So that brings me to our to my everyday peace moment and our talk today is everything love. everything love. Did you know that the love that you seek for those of us and we all seek love some form of fashion it doesn't always have to be romantic, right? But the love that we seek, uh, we must first cultivate in ourselves. We must we are the leader. Imagine that. we're talking about leaders in high heels. Imagine that. you, I, we are the leader in how the world receives us. So we must first fall head over heels in love with ourselves and demonstrate that to ourselves every day. Now what does that look like? You know, uh, I coach a lot of people and someone asked me this question, Does it look like splurging on, you know, extravagant things? Well, absolutely, if you can afford that. But if that means that that's going to put you in debt and you're going to have, you know, more debt at the end of the month than you do money, that's not really self-love, is it? Self-love is for you being comfortable with with where you are and loving yourself in that place irregardless of what your external world looks like. It all is an inside job. You deciding that, yes, right now, just the way that you are, you are worthy of your 100% attention, your 100% respect and adoration. Yes, we all have room to improve, but that's the best way to improve is to first accept and acknowledge and love on yourself right where you are. That encourages and teaches other people how to love you. So that is our everyday peace moment. Today we have a fabulous guest today and we're talking about everything love and it just really falls right into place. Um, Our guest today is Claire Gallagher. She is a nutritionist, a certified strength and conditioning specialist. And an astrologer, Claire Gallagher guides us in the healing powers of each planet and how to use food, movement, and lifestyle to realign and empower ourselves. Welcome to the show, Claire.
1: Hi, Dr. Drayvon. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for
0: having me. Oh, I'm excited to be here. And we're going to be talking a lot about your book, Body Astrology, A Cosmic Guide to Health, Healing, and Harnessing the Power of the Planets all things love so I'm so glad you're here
1: yes me too and the thing I love most about astrology is that it is definitely a pathway into deeper self-trust and self-compassion which is
0: exactly what self-love is all about so perfect timing yes perfect timing so you know what read your your bio um you've got quite a uh I guess eclectic kind of um Resonated <laughs> nutritionist, certified strength and conditioning specialist and astrology. How did that all come to be? Yeah, that's a great question. It's quite a long story, but the brief story is
1: um I have a history with chronic illness. And um I was very young when it occurred. I was in my early twenties. And so that just kind of took me on a piecemeal healing self journey. And Eventually, I found my way um, to getting a dual master's degree in acupuncture and in nutrition. And while I was there studying, I just happened across this amazing medical astrology conference and I discovered, oh, this is actually what I'm here to do. And so I started merging all of my skills together. And here I am now with this book called Body Astrology, which takes my background in nutrition, my background in movement, my background in Chinese medicine, and puts it all under this really beautiful umbrella of archetypal thinking in astrology.
0: Oh, I love how that just came together. You know, there is no randomness or chaos in the universe. We all know that. And here you are. You already had these Things in your in your repertoire, you go to this conference and you know it sort of all pulls together for you. So that is just mm-hmm. proof positive that if we really go with it and listen, and uh, which is a, you do a lot of work around that, um, the answer is there, right? The answer Absolutely. is there. So I want to start yes. at the very beginning. You know, we're talking about body astrology and being able to use the planets. And I gotta tell you, I told you before we came on the air. This just fascinates me um to know okay. that again uh, i do not believe there's any randomness in the universe at all uh, no matter how random or chaotic life seems i believe there is an order in a system that is just phenomenal and your your story right there just proves that so the idea of being able to use the power of the planets and uh, i guess we'd have to understand a little bit about the planets in order to be able to use the yeah. power right yeah,
1: so, absolutely.
0: So how do we get started? Like where, 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 does, where does a person start? Obviously your book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, just if anyone's listening and has had experiences with astrology in the past and they have left feeling overwhelmed, I totally get it because it is a very complex, System. We often in modern day think of astrology just as sun signs, but if you really get into it, it's very technical, it's very mathematical, it can make your eyes roll. There's so much information. So a great place to start is, um, well, just understanding that, well, I think a great place to start is the lunar cycle, actually. That's a really accessible entry point into astrology. Um, that's really not scary for anyone. It makes sense to people. And it's a really wonderful way to start um, living life in a way that's compassionate and flexible instead of rigid and rule-oriented and external pressure-oriented. So are you, are you with me? Does that make sense so far, Dr. Dr. Yes. Yeah.
0: Oh, it does. It's a great place to start. Yes.
1: Okay. Awesome. So and um, the reason I start with the moon is because everybody can see it and everybody can follow it. And it basically models our energetic flow throughout the month or throughout the day. And so the moon is a really interesting place to start because it's very alternative to what we get fed a lot these days, which is hustle culture move faster, make more, do better, do this, do that. And the moon is actually only full once a month and for just a couple of days at a time. And the rest of the time it's moving through all of these diverse phases and experiences, which model for us that it is okay to move through all these diverse energetic ups and downs and emotional experiences. So I really think that's where we need to start is just with the moon cycle it doesn't matter if you're a virgo or a sagittarius it doesn't matter what your chart looks like just using the power of the moon and its model for a compassionate life design is a wonderful place to begin implementing astrology
0: oh and i love that a compassionate life design because mm-hmm. something that you said which is what i tell my clients as well we are we are meant to have a rainbow of emotions if not it wouldn't have mm-hmm. been designed with them right in fact there mm-hmm. are some disorders if you can't feel your emotions that really leads to some really um sad disorders and so i love the fact that you talk about you know allowing for that with as the moon progress progresses and i know i'm not going to use all the great terminology so that's uh, perfect bear that with is perfect. <laughs> but as the moon progresses right and it, and it takes you through these different stages it doesn't mean you have to go you know, head or head first into, you know, deep down anxiety or depression, but you are aware no. that, that this mm-hmm. is a time period. Maybe this is a time for for more quiet reflection. Maybe you're, you know, so just being in that place and having that awareness helps you to manage, you know, they talk about uh, emotional intelligence. It helps you to manage yourself better. Right.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And I love what you just said about not having to go into those deep dark places. What I've noticed with, living a life that's modeled after the moon, if you give yourself permission to have those downs, they become less extreme and less intense. There's, um, if you allow yourself to wane, you know, the moon waxes, it gets bigger and fuller and brighter, and then it wanes and it dwindles and it dies off and it gets darker. If we allow ourselves to wane, to rest, to relax back, to do less, I do believe there is less intensity emotionally um in terms of the sadnesses and the darknesses and the depressions because a lot of times the body's just like hold up I'm super tired <laughs> hold up and if we allow ourselves to wane regularly I think um it can become a less intense experience um we don't have to be extremely exhausted we can perforate our life with miniature breaks to rest relax, wane, to sort of prevent those larger dips. Does that
0: make sense? It makes, you know, I'm here just like smiling because I knew this was, you know, obviously this is the day of love, right? And I knew this was the great um, conversation to have because what we're talking about is really self-awareness, right? But, um, and... This being able to, to utilize something that's been placed here for us, this moon cycle, right? And to say that mm-hmm. this is the season that I'm in, right? This, you know, as the moon progresses and allowing yourself to rest. I think that a lot of people feel like if they're not on 100% go and um, mm-hmm. all of the time, they'll get less accomplished. But I know there's, mm-hmm. I work in healthcare. I work in healthcare. i am a pharmacist for over 30 years. I tell people mm-hmm. all the time, if you take breaks, you get more done. Right. Oh, yes. 100%. You, you know, w- when you allow yourself to rest, you get more done. I have to remind myself of that sometime because there's this there's this uh, pace that the world moves at, which almost has like a whip at your back. Go faster, go further, you know, yeah. move faster. And we know somewhere within us that. This is not the best way to utilize my energy. I do. You do need time down where you can relax and turn the mind off and go into the body. We need this. We need this. So yeah. I'm so glad that the moon is here, right? Forever, forever. Yeah, me too. Mo- me too. Modeling this for us, right? It, 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 without fail. It does not fail us. It models this. So For those of us who do not know how to um, watch the cycle of the moon, where do we start?
1: Sure yeah well these days astrology is kind of making a comeback so that's good for anyone who's new there's all sorts of apps um on the phone and stuff online where you can just start following the moon but honestly the lunar cycle is super accessible it's in any type of almanac it's on any type of weather app really all you need in order to follow the moon is to know what phase it's in um and that's something that you can find on weather, the Weather Channel or weather.com or timeanddate.com. It's really just, and that's why I love it. It's just really accessible. And so today, the moon is in its late waxing phase. So it's about to be the full moon. And in fact, the full moon is on Wednesday. So this is a really interesting time where life gets very busy. You know, things get really loud. There's a lot of commitments. And so what the full moon, which is happening this week, asks us to do is go, okay, great. There's all this lovely stuff on the schedule. Life is full. That's fine. And how can I nourish myself in a way that's going to take me through this experience? How can I nourish myself in a way that's going to sustain me? Because it's not about frittering away the brightness or the energy that often comes with the full moon. It's about um and sustaining ourselves so that we have juice and oomph to go through the rest of the cycle. Because there's life after the full moon, right? There's another week. There's another month. Um, And so uh, hopefully that answers your question, really any weather app. But this week, it's all about the full moon.
0: Oh, and I love how you said that. So as you said that, I'm thinking about my week. And I actually on Sunday said to myself, oh, my gosh, am I prepared (laughs) to do, you know, this week it's just literally insane crazy busy and i thought to myself no you're not but you're gonna have to do it anyway so it's (laughs) but it's Mm -hmm. so it's good to know and to have this conversation i'm sure there are other people out there who are probably feeling the same thing this week it's going to be you know it's jam-packed good stuff but it's a lot of it Mm -hmm. and um but to know that here is here is the thing in order to be whole complete nothing missing nothing broken right that's our definition of peace and everyday peace Knowing this that yes, you're gonna have it may be busy this week, but again, going back into love, how do I nourish myself so that you're giving the best of you to the activities right mhm yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely wonderful good, good stuff, good stuff, and and again, I want to tell mention the name of the book, tell our listeners the name of the book and where they can get the book.
1: Yeah, the book is called Body Astrology, and it's really wherever books are sold. So it's on Amazon, it's at Barnes & Noble, it's at Books A Million, or you can order it from my publisher, which is Roost Books, dot com.
0: Oh, lovely, lovely. So that's a great way to start. So we're going to start with the moon, understanding um, to help us understand. Again, we're talking about how how to uh, listen, use the planets to to empower uh, our health. So listening Mm -hmm. to uh, watching the lunar cycle will help us to know what we need to do to nourish ourselves, and at least know what's going on. What else can we do?
1: Yeah. Well, I think let's stick with the moon for a second because we can take it much deeper and we can personalize it. So yeah, there's the moon moving through the sky right now, moving through its phases and correlating with, you know, like a volume knob. Life gets loud. How can we take care for our care of ourselves? How can we take care of ourselves in a way, and et cetera? But so on the day each of us was born, the moon was doing something, right? <laughs> and it was in a zodiac sign. So just like we're all born with a specific sun sign, like I'm a Virgo. Dr. Dr. Dravon, do you know what your sun sign is?
0: My sun sign, okay, is Cancer
1: cancer great so you're a cancer but on the day you were born the moon was also in a zodiac sign right and so you'd have to consult an astrologer or consult an app to figure out where your moon was we call this moon sign but this is essential in body astrology because what it does is it describes how we might feel individually nourished and seen by ourselves and taken care of in ancient astrology, the moon is a very physical planet, and it represented how the body of energy flows, how the body assimilates and digests food, how the body feels safe, how the body repairs. And so in modern day, it really reflects our unique health rhythm. And so knowing the zodiac sign that your moon was in on the day you were born is a step that your listeners. is can
0: take beyond just watching the lunar cycle. So that's uh, what I think I what I think I hear you talking about is they have heard it said that we all have three signs, right? Is it the sun? Mm-hmm. I don't know, right? You, so got, I it. Think, yeah, you yeah, got it. Yeah, you got it. That the moon is more of like your mood. I'm trying to remember I, my three ones. I think they, I know one is Scorpio, but I can't remember mm-hmm. the other one. It's the one with the scales. Yeah. Is What's that? Libra? Libra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Libra.
1: You got <laughs> it. Yeah. So astrologers call that um, classically, they've called it the big three. And in the body astrology book, I uh, call it your body astrology triad. So in most systems of astrology, the main signs that you're going to want to look at are your sun sign, which you're a Cancer, I'm a Virgo, your moon sign, And then your rising, also called the ascendant sign. And these three signs really make up your persona or personality. And in body astrology, they really make up your anatomy. And that's why they tend to be exceptionally important. The sun is all about your vital force. It is the life battery that keeps us alive. The moon is about how we take care of our physical bodies, how that vital force moves. And the ascendant is more about um, how we, uh, it's more about our physical structure. It's also more about immunity. It's also about maybe how we look, how we walk, how we talk. It's the visible part of our body. So that's a crash course. I go really deep into it in body astrology
0: in the book. Oh, it's, uh, I hope our listeners are as excited as I am about this, just the topic of being able to, you know, we talk a lot about in life about being self aware, right, being self aware. And, And as a life coach, I know I always get people who are so really confused about that you know how to be aware of themselves how to know more about themselves we should know more about ourselves than anybody else knows about us or that we know about anybody else right we've come into this existence into this embodiment in this body that we're in so we really need to know who we are and how we tick. And a great way I think a great portal into who we are at least one way in is through astrology knowing something about how we're wired you know is Mm -hmm. so important it helps you to understand yourself better and also to take care of yourself better too you know you have some of those answers as to why as to why you behave or feel a certain way and it doesn't look like maybe anyone else else in your family feels that way it gives you some some knowledge about yourself so this is this is great and the book is great um the information you provide and i love how user-friendly it is too because as i mentioned before we came on it can be astrology can be a very complex topic it is just really yeah, it's technical. It can be very, very technical. Mm-hmm. So yeah,
1: yeah, I really wanted to make, sorry, go ahead.
0: No, no, go right ahead.
1: Oh, I really wanted to make this book um, accessible for first-time astrology readers. So if you've never read an astrology book, if you know nothing about it, I tried my best to write it in a way where you would be like, got it, I totally understand. So well, I'm so glad you said that. That makes me feel
0: um so happy so yeah and and and, um i think the readers will find the same thing the really uh a easy read but a very very interesting very it is uh, a very good way to learn more about yourself and to heal yourself if you're looking for some ways to talk about oh how could I support myself through whatever health journey you happen to be on? How can you support yourself best um a great way to do that is to use the the the, the planets and things of that nature and so so we're talking about the moon we're talking about um you know knowing knowing the whether it's waning what's going on there what else how else can we use the moon to support us
1: well um I think that. Well, we've kind of talked about all the ways the moon can support us. We talked about the phase. We talked about the sinusin, but we could and about your natal moon, which is like where the moon was when you were born. If we want to take it a little bit deeper, um, something I forgot to say at the beginning, which would have been great to say at the beginning, is that all of the zodiac signs rule body parts. So like arms are ruled by Gemini and feet are ruled by Pisces and the digestive system is ruled by Virgo. And so knowing where your moon is when you were born, where the sun is when you were born and where the ascendant was or the rising sign when you were born really kind of unveils the bits and pieces of your anatomy that might be really important in your health story over your life. And doesn't mean that these parts of the body will be diseased or anything like that, but it does point to parts of the body that really need TLC, that need nourishment, that need
0: extra support and oh, so this astrology really
1: gives us a unique window yeah
0: go ahead well no, we're gonna we're gonna break and i, I don't want to lose that point we're gonna go for a commercial break we're gonna come back because yes. that's fascinating to know that oh this part is ruled by this planet and, and how that could help us to support that part of the body again we're listening to claire uh, gallagher as she discusses her book on our show we'll be right back after this break Discover the power within. UnityOnlineRadio.org, the voice of an awakening world.
1: Create and build the life of your dreams. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James.
0: Welcome back to our show. I'm Dr. Drayvon James. This is Everyday Peace, and we're here today with the fabulous author Claire Gallagher. She's discussing her book, Body Astrology: Astrology, a Cosmic Guide to Health healing and harnessing the power of the planets this book is available wherever books are sold you're going to want to get this book because if you're looking for what is how can you get some advantage on achieving your goals you know we're talking about that this year in 2022 we're talking about it's time for me to improve well what better way to do that than to have a great understanding of what makes you tick what makes you you and how to how to take that information and get further along in your goals, so we've been talking about um thus far using the cycle of the moon and you know to support our dreams and desires by allowing it to support our emotional health, allowing it to support our physical rest and that journey, and things of that nature, and just before the break we talked about, we we're introducing the topic of the planets controlling parts of the body. Who knew that? I certainly did not. So let's talk, Let's continue talking about that a little bit.
1: Yeah, so this is um, body astrology is rooted in the ancient practice of medical astrology. And this has been happening since forever and ever and ever. And so this is really, really old medicine. And back in the day, if you were a physician, you were an astrologer. That's how it worked. And so if you open any archaic or ancient medicinal book, you will see pictures of what they called the zodiacal man. So pictures of the zodiac pointing to different parts of the body. And so these ancient physicians uh, correlated different signs, zodiac signs like Virgo, Pisces, Sagittarius with different parts of our anatomy. And so uh, Dr. Drayvon, you mentioned you're a cancer. So cancer, we think of cancer archetypally as like the mother of the zodiac, but it actually rules the moon. It rules everything in the body that gives sustenance, like the breast or the stomach because it holds our food or the rib cage because it holds our vital organs. It's anything that covers and cares belongs to cancer. So this symbolism goes throughout the zodiac. And so if you know hey, my sun is in Cancer or my moon is in Aquarius or my rising sign is Libra, then you uh, can look at body astrology because I list them all out for you and see which parts of the body are really important for you to pay attention to and to nourish throughout your lifetime. So that's the basics. And then um, planets are a little different. So planets like Mars, Mercury, Moon, Sun, they – travel through the zodiac right in the real sky and so if we think of that um, as a medical system planets move through the zodiac signs and they exert forces like mars heats stuff up or mercury quickens things or venus softens stuff and so if we were to uh, put planets in signs they uh, exert forces and create change in the body and this is why You can be a cancer, but uh, maybe not experience stuff going on in your cancer body parts until a later date because the planets are always moving and exerting change in the sky and it's correlated and reflected in our physical bodies. How you
0: hanging, Doctor Dravon? So that makes sense. Wow! Yes, it makes such good sense. It makes you know, and you mentioned cancer. I I know that people used to say, oh, people born under that zodiac sign are the quintessential mother, right? They have this mothering aspect, and it makes sense that they would rule over things of sustenance, right? What mothers do and, sure. and nourishing. Yeah, and that. It, and I did not know that physicians back in the day were uh, also <laughs> astrologers. That, wow! Wow! Yeah. Yeah,
1: clearly that doesn't happen anymore, but um it is really it's really neat and I think we need more doctors that are interested in astrology cuz if you watch patients charts Ah, uh, which I did when I was in um, clinic training as an acupuncturist. I was—I would watch my patients' charts as they would come in with rashes or a flare of an autoimmune disease, and I would watch how planets would correlate with these different ups and downs in their health experience. And so, it really is a, a unique window into the body's working.
0: You know, and as you were saying that too, what I what I was thinking, you know if if you have that knowledge of yourself or your physician has that knowledge of your, your caretaker it helps you to be less anxious during trying times of your therapy whatever that therapy is you know we know that we have times when you're receiving you know you're maybe doing everything everything right but then maybe the lab work doesn't look exactly the way you would have expected despite your exertion in that area it's not a time to necessarily give up you just look and see what's going on say oh okay well this is you know i got two days in this season here and you know when, once whatever and I don't know all the terminologies but you understand what I'm saying when we move into oh, yeah. the next cycle we'll see different results so it allows you to be easier and more loving with yourself and I'm not saying not to take good care of course you you have to be a co-participant in your great life absolutely in fact you have to be the leader in that um, this you know what we're talking about here is things that support your effort so it's not like you sit back, throw your hands up in the air, and say, "Oh, quesaro, okay, okay, quesaro," right? You participate, but but you use these are tools to help you to build towards the life and the health condition that you want. And I, I just love the idea of you know I'm fascinated that <laughs> that back in the day uh, prov- providers and physicians were uh, in tune to this and were able to do that. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. That's,
1: i love that's, what you said about participating because that's what i say to my clients when they're going through difficult astrological seasons we call those transits when planets are moving in the sky today and affecting your chart and uh, correlating with change um they're not always a walk in the park right illness is not a walk in the park but what's great about body astrology is that we can usually identify and i help you with this in the book we can identify well what planet is a symbol of the illness or the health experience I'm going through. And what does that planet need to, you know, uh, move through this experience? What does it need to feel supported? And when we support that, quote, planet, we're really supporting just an aspect of ourselves or an aspect of our body. So, for example, a lot of times illness is correlated with Saturn. Saturn is a planet that creates limits. It creates deficiency. It says no (laughs) a lot. Um, But what Saturn is usually asking for is nutrition. It's asking for stability. It needs, um, it's the planet of hardness. So it wants wants to be sustained. And so when we're having illnesses that correlate with Saturn times, Um, The book gives you all types of ideas of how to take care of Saturn so that you're actually taking care of yourself.
0: Oh, my goodness. This is fascinating. I want to give you, just in case we have some listeners who are just coming on, give us the name of the book again. And is it available as an audio book?
1: Oh, that's a great question. The book is called Body Astrology. And I'm Claire Gallagher, in case you didn't know. And it's not yet available as an audiobook. That is an interesting idea. I know it's available as a Kindle, and it's a beautiful hardcover illustrated book. So I highly recommend that. But it's not an audiobook just yet.
0: Okay. <laughs> not right. sure. If I, that's in the plans. I, I, right, right. Because it, it and I love the fact that you said it's a beautiful hardcover book. Because I'm getting the feeling that it probably has like a lot of great images in it as well. So um, definitely, definitely worth investing in at the time to get something for yourself what loving what what could you give yourself that's more loving right then introspection into how you can utilize the planets to help you reach your health goals and all other types of goals in your life so i didn't know that about saturn either I, i hear people say that oh you're in your saturn um saturn return i recently read read somewhere about you know uh being in a trine, and there's just so much terminology, guys. There's a lot of time. We we could have you on here for a whole month just teaching on astrology. Trust me, <laughs> it, it would it would be worth it because um, if people really could utilize, and I know that they can. So that's not an if like, oh, if you if it's true, I believe that it's true. But if people were willing to take the time to invest in, really invest in how you can utilize some untapped resources to help you achieve your goal. This is what this whole year is about for us on this show, on the Dr. Drayvon James Everyday Peace Show. It's time for me to improve my life. And that means we're going to be exposed to some new concepts, maybe maybe some old concepts, but using them in some new ways. Because I know that astrology is not new to everybody. But knowing how you can utilize it as part of your day-to-day life, to guide you on the pathway to achieving the things that you want to achieve with your body, with your health, no better use of your time. Absolutely support, and I support this um, book and I support this whole, this whole line of conversation and talk. So, um, I wanna jump uh, to talking about uh, food. And, yeah. you know, uh, obviously we know that food is essential essential to mm-hmm. us having the the life i mean being able to nourish this vehicle we call the body so each planet um helps us to with our healing powers how do we how can we use food to help us to heal for those of us who are not needing to heal how can we use food to maintain health what's the mm-hmm. role in food we hear so much about you know get rid of sugar get rid of the carbs i saw this um show uh, this movie last week, and they were joking about all these things you had to get rid of. And the guy said in the movie, he said, "Well, what else is there left to eat?" <laughs> yeah, seriously, right? So how how do we use foods? And you know, he was making fun, but I know a lot of people do feel that way. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm, seriously. Well, what I love about astrology is that there is no one way for everyone. We were all born with a really unique map our unique astrology chart and you're going to love this Dr. Drayvon all of the planets and signs are correlated with I mean every food in the universe if we think of it as a symbol we can connect it with a planet so actually in body astrology I created all these charts that lists all the foods that correlate with different planets and different signs. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean you got to eat this or don't eat this when, when you're a particular sign. I actually don't practice nutrition that way. I don't find it helpful, but it can give you exactly what you're saying a second ago. Like I was reading about Saturn returns. Well, if Saturn return is a challenging experience for you as symbolic medicine, what kind of foods does Saturn like? And how can I support my body and the Saturn transit, the Saturn experience, by giving myself, for example, root vegetables belong to Saturn. Um, Foods that sustain and stay with you for many hours belong to Saturn. Fermented foods belong to Saturn. And there's all sorts of reasons why, and I explain that in the book. But that's just one way that we can use astrology to um, sustain and support us is like, man, I'm having this difficult time. I believe the planet correlating with this difficult time is X, Y, or Z. And these are the foods that take care of that planet. And we add add more of them to our diet instead of remove from our diet.
0: Wow. Wow. Isn't that something? And so I, I, what I'm seeing here is a cross-correlation, right? So if you're uh, in your season of Saturn... And uh, you, you're saying that, you you know, you may be experiencing this um, where things are hard uh, and, mm-hmm. you know, and what's, what, what Saturn is crying out for is stability, right? It's asking mm-hmm. to be nourished, right? And you mentioned root vegetables, right? So uh, though that those things are hearty, right? They make, you know, that's like yeah. you know the, the hearty meals that make you feel really like, oh, you know, it's a warm, cozy meal, makes you feel um, really loved on, in my opinion, right? Uh, so exactly. knowing that helped to me, it seems as though it would help give some relief to yeah, whatever hardness it. that you're feeling, right? Even those foods, you yeah. mentioned like root vegetables seem to me to, to cause you to rest more too, right? Because when your belly is full on root vegetables and things of that nature, as healthy as they are, they they have a heaviness to them, which makes you feel like, oh, I just need to take a yeah. little nap, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, and I love that but, you say that because usually when we're experiencing the Saturn uh, season, we're overworked. And so um, it's really important that food is something we go to uh, to rest as well or food creates a feeling of like oh I can sleep now or oh I can slow down and that's part of why in my opinion wheat vegetables belong to Saturn um, that's not the technical reason why but it's the core reason why um, so I really love that you brought that up
0: yeah so there is a correlation there is a there is a, what I'm hearing there is a way that we can really support ourselves that we can get we can feel even more uh, loved right because we're talking about love today and this is a way to even feel more love because i would imagine that if you're in your season of over being overworked that you may feel a little less you know like you're not being provided for like you're you're not loved and so this is a way to support that season right no know, know why you're feeling it first of all don't go off the rails and you know uh as they say burn up other parts of your life that um are not really the reason this is more of a you're you're getting to the core reason like oh let me try this could you imagine feeling entirely different about your day by just you know eating some root vegetables you know uh uh, you know having some grilled beets and sweet potatoes or whatever and feeling oh my gosh I feel charged. I feel loved. The world looks sweet and kind again, as opposed to Mm -hmm. going and starting arguments with people because you just feel, you know, all of these things. And I I don't mean to make light of them because they're so heavy. If we understand ourselves better. And we means we can love ourselves more completely, which means we can show up as our authentic self for for uh, for ourselves, and we can be more compassionate and empathetic in our dealings with others. It's a win-win situation for everyone. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, this is really, so we're talking all, again about body astrology, how how to heal your body, how how to listen to your body. Let's talk a little bit about that, too, because I think a lot of times we are so overwhelmed and moving that we're not listening. What, how do yeah. people get into a practice of being able to just listen?
1: Mm. Well, one of the things, this is the most common complaint I hear from my nutrition clients is, I feel so disconnected. And one of the things I love to do first is normalize the fact that a lot of us feel that way, and it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with them. And I point back to the culture that we live in because it's noisy, and there's a lot of misinformation about food, what to eat, what not to eat, how to work out, how not to work out, and there's a lot of lists, do's and don'ts. And it is only natural if we're listening and consuming that information and being bombarded by it all the time, it's only natural for us to feel confused about what our innate needs actually are. And so one of the first things that I encourage people to do is to turn the volume down of all of that external information, because how are we supposed to hear (laughs) um, ourselves if we're just constantly bombarded? And That constant bombardment also breaks trust with our bodies. And so we end up really not listening, and then we end up eventually feeling like the body's not speaking at all. But really it's just covered up. So making space for the body to talk is very practical and very important. And some people might think that step is kind of silly, but it is so vital because we don't usually give the body a chance to speak. And then we get mad, but we haven't given an opportunity. So that's first. And then second, and this may seem kind of silly, but it's building off what I just said. I encourage my clients to ask their body questions. So, for example, under the waxing moon, um, which is correlated with adding more, I will have a client put a hand on their body or their chest, their heart, and ask the body, what do you need right now? I'm listening. And if they don't get an answer, that's cool. Just say, that's cool, body. I'm here when you're ready to talk. And so being kind of cheesy about it, but like opening up the line of communication with the body in a very practical way is how I like to start with people.
0: I love that. I am so, yeah. Just asking questions and being patient. You know, I know for many of us, the first time that you actually slow down, put your hand on your belly or your chest area, like you've mentioned, and affirm yourself by asking yourself, what do you need? Your inner self probably is going to start jumping around. They're they're just like, what? Are you you talking to me? You haven't talked to me in years. (laughs) Yeah. Right? But that is that is so loving. Right. Is to stop and then, you know, to realize that your inner self is probably in shock and it may take a while before Mm -hmm. you really can decipher what that voice is saying, because we've been conditioned to ignore it for so long. Right. It's not that it's not talking. It's just that we've been ignored. We've become very, very good at ignoring it. So as we continue to ask those questions and just be patient, you know, don't don't. I love the fact that you make don't lose patience. Don't become frustrated because you don't hear right away. Just love on that, you know, and and yeah. and, and come back frequently and often. Make a practice of it and even. But I love the idea too of silence, like. Um, do you find that um, just being able to carve out time where you can sit in silence in some form or fashion will increase your ability to uh, connect?
1: Oh, yes. I'm a big fan of silence almost a little too much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, from a physical standpoint, but also a creative standpoint, too, I find that the more silence I have and also, and I mean this in a in a positive way, the more separation I have from um information and content and, and social media, the more creative I become, um, and the more space and silence I have, the easier it is to hear what my inner voice is saying and what my body is craving. I love my favorite pastime is to sit, sip, and stare out the window, and <laughs> I highly, highly encourage that for everybody.
0: Oh, I love that. I'm just chatting Sips, <laughs> sit, and stare. I love it. Yep. <laughs> i love it because you know what and yeah why not yeah why not Mm -hmm. right we need that warm something coffee whatever you're gonna have just sit there and you know and as you say that you know i was just telling you during a break some things practices that my grandmother had but i remember she used to say just come here and sit here for a little while so we used to sit on the porch in the, you know, in the evening, sometimes early in the morning too. And my daughter and I had gotten to that practice in the summertime, just sitting on the front porch. is just sort of, you know, yeah. just sitting, right? Yeah. And it's wonderful to be in that place and just let your body and your mind wander and just be be yes. present. Yeah, yeah. Great, yeah. great stuff. wandering
1: time is such self-care, such important self-care,
0: yeah. Yeah, and I, after a while too... We're talking about this, but for people who have not um, given themselves the time to sit, sip, sit and stare. I love it. uh, (laughs) You'll find that after a while, your brain sort of will leave you alone. It will just stop. Mm -hmm. And I love that, you know, that place where the brain will just stop going through a thousand thoughts a minute. It'll just stop and you can hear, you know, crickets or you can hear the sound of your own heartbeat. You really become in this moment. So it's it's a beautiful, beautiful way to, to watch um, how the how the mind will settle in and say, OK, I understand. <laughs> you know, so mm-hmm. that that um, discipline and that coming back into the body. So very important for having a, um, a healthy journey and enjoying your journey and giving your t- yourself time to um uh, Time to catch up, right? Time to catch up and, and to get back in step with the rhythm of the universe. Right? Maybe that's what I mean, mm-hmm. more than catch up because we're always going so fast, but to get back in step, to get back in rhythm. So very important. And we, we have about three four minutes left. Any other tips that you could give our listeners for really knowing how, how they can do this? Um, again, tell us the name of the book where we can get the book and some tips and what we can do to jumpstart our journey back to health using your systems
1: yeah so the book is called body astrology and it's available now wherever books are sold and i think my biggest tip um and it's never the most popular but it's so important is as a consulting astrologer i've really discovered that less is more when it comes to astrological information and really any information um, for that matter. And so if you get the book and you start, just start really, really small. Start with learning what is my moon's time? Is my moon in Aries? Is it in Taurus? Is it in Gemini? And sink into that and ask, what does that sign need to feel nourished? What does it need to feel seen and supported? And um, so start really slow. I'd start there. And again, like we start us, uh, started the segment with at the beginning, I would start with the lunar cycle. Just once in a while, check in, glance up. Sometimes it's not always visible, so you'll have to check in app, but um, once in a while, check in once a week. Where is the moon in its phase? Is it noon? Do I need to, uh, you know, be gentle as I'm re-emerging into the light? Is it building in momentum? Is it full? Is it dying off and correlating with an increased need to rest? And just allow yourself to be creative with the symbols. Um, so yeah, start small, start simple, but it is not without depth. It it's simple, but it is very profound. So um, small but profound.
0: Yeah, and I love that small and profound. We're not worried about going fast and heavy. This no. is us getting back in flow, utilizing some resources that are available for us here in the universe. Claire, you've been a wonderful guest. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Dr. Dravon James. This is Everyday Peace, where we come together once a week to really get a better understanding on what's all here available for us right now to help support us as we improve our lives. I hope that you are all jazzed and excited about this. If you have not visited my website at Dr. Dravon James, I encourage you to go there today, grab some of those free gifts that are out there. And until next week, please know that I absolutely love you. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hi, I'm Liz Winter, and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Medium Ship. I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.